Hey listeners, and welcome back to another episode of My Streaming Bubble. I'm your host, Jen, and this is that podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. Today, I am tolerating someone new to the podcast, but definitely not someone new to be tolerated. My good friend, Josh, is here. Hi, Josh. Hey, Jen. And Josh and I are going to talk about, we decided we're going to go with Grounded for Life, sitcom that came out in uh, 2001. And we just thought we'd, it'd be fun to revisit it and talk about it. I love the show. So yeah, welcome Josh. Well, thank you for having me. Normally at this time I say good morning, but it is in the afternoon. So true. It is. Yeah. So we will, we're going to try and stick to mostly season one. There were about five seasons total, but the show's been out long enough. So, um, spoilers ahead. So, <laughs> so yeah, Josh, if you ain't seen it by now, yeah, but you should definitely go and watch it then. You know, listen oh, to yes. this, or you know, go watch it and then come back and listen to this episode. Yeah, so the show Grounded for Life, like I said, came out uh, early two thousands. Stars, uh, uh, hopefully, I say this right, Donald Lug Lugu. I I think Donald. you did it right the first time. Actually. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I still don't know myself. Yeah, I've only ever read it. I don't think I've ever heard it pronounced. Um, but yeah, he plays the dad, John Finnerty. Megan Price plays Claudia. Uh, Kevin Corgan plays Uncle Eddie, which has got to be one of my favorite characters in this show. By far. Yeah, and then we've got the kids. There's Lily Finnerty, Jimmy, the poor middle child, Henry, the youngest, and the dad, or the grandpa figure, Walt. So... I kind of, I remember watching this show maybe back in the early 2000s after maybe, you know, not right when it came out. And it was just one of those shows I just kind of happened upon and got hooked and loved it. But I don't think I ever made it past really like seasons two or three. So when I saw that there was like five seasons, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I'm trying, now that you're mentioning that, I'm trying to remember the first time I saw it. And to be fair, I think the only reason I found out about it is because I found Megan Price on some other show mm-hmm. and so I just did a quick search of her and I found out she was on this show and I recognized um Donald L I'll just call him so I don't butcher it <laughs> and then um uh, the character or the person who plays Lily Finity Lindsay Bartleson she's been in actually quite a few other shows as random people mm-hmm. so I recognized those people and then I was like just watching it and got hooked so yeah, it's it's a fun little sitcom, you know. It's so it's it's a sitcom, so any problems that arise are taken care of within the episode, but I love like I love this family. I love the Finnerties and I love um the format of the show and how it's told in flashbacks. Flashbacks within flashbacks within flashbacks. Oh, I love flashbacks. And I don't know, it's just some of the storylines and some of the, you know, kind of shenanigans that they get into is you know, a little different than maybe other sitcoms. I don't know. I was just, I was drawn to this. And yeah, I, rem- I recognized Megan Price from something else. I can't recall now, but so that's how I, one of the, one of the only people I had recognized within the show. And then later uh, got into Gotham, partly because of uh, Donald L's character, who I can't remember his character's name now, but he was. Oh, I never watched Gotham, so I can't help you there. Uh, it was good. First few seasons were definitely super good, but yeah, so Grounded yeah, for I, Life. We, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it, yeah, we're talking about how you really like this family. It it really does seem like 
this is the kind of thing everyday families in this particular area, especially because they had their uh, their first their first baby girl so early in life, that these are things that parents of that time and were in that situation actually had to go through. Absolutely. And I like the portrayal of the kids, you know, Lily, that the teenage daughter and her, oh, you're ruining my life and her over dramatics and everything. And, and then even like, you know, Jimmy, the, the middle child and how he's kind of the, the black sheep and that he, he likes school. He likes getting an education and, you know, Henry at one, in one of the episodes, it's like, why can't I be a nerd like Jimmy? Cause Jimmy got upset about getting a C in math. <laughs> C's get degrees. That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then there's Henry, the youngest, who's just kind of the weird wild child. <laughs> He'll eat food out of the garbage can and dance Ugh. for dumplings. And <laughs> but they're all for as kind of independent as a lot of the, the characters are. We see a lot of like the, the two brothers kind of pairing off and going off maybe with Uncle Eddie or whatever, the different hijinks they get into. The, the main thing that I got, especially rewatching this first season, is that they're always there for each other. And Sean and Claudia, as hard as they try with as much as they work and, you know, being middle class and not having a lot of money, they always are doing their best to show up for their kids, even if it doesn't always pan out the best. Yeah. Well, like they say, there is no good book on parenting. So they're just kind of feel through this like everybody else does. So Yep. Yep always kind of worrying, are they doing the right thing? Are they being the good parent? All the while they've got uh, Sean's dad, Walt, there barking in his ear about you should do it this way. And why, you know, just go through their stuff, you know, just go through their rooms. It's not a big deal. I went through your kids' rooms all the time. Yeah, and then the, I, th I think it was in season one that he, what is he, finds some drug paraphernalia and doesn't even know what it is. So. Yep, <laughs> he found the bong, he found, and then he found like the, the, playboy magazines or whatever and took those away like Ooh. yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i love even walt and his kind of old school old man ways yeah i so and i'm gonna butcher his name too um what is it uh richard really i think it is he's actually been in a lot i mean he's a very seasoned uh, actor as a grandpa and yes. he's been in a lot of other stuff most actually i've been doing some research on him he's pretty deep into the horror genre too I didn't know that so he's he's been around for quite a while so to see him in in a comedic role like this was actually kind of different yeah I mean I know he was in office space and other comedies but his his he's got a lot of deep ties to horror so oh maybe yeah because he was definitely one of those faces he's definitely one of those faces that you're just like oh it's that guy I know that guy from like a bunch of random shit Maybe. Yeah, like, you never I don't remember I, his name. Yeah, I never knew his name until I looked it up for the podcast. <laughs> talk, well, talk, I was going to say, talking on what you were saying, you know, like, you know, that the parents pair off pretty well, the two siblings, uh, the two boys pair off pretty well. The other one I thought for sure was Uncle Eddie and, um, and Lily, the, the oldest mm. daughter, the yeah. uncle and the daughter, that relationship, it, it seems, and it plays out a lot more later in the series but you still see a lot of good chemistry between them two, even in the first season. It's, 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 a, it's a pretty interesting um, pairing off, I thought. I, I completely agree. There was the episode where uh, Sean shot Walt in the ass with the BB gun. So they're in the emergency room. 
And yeah, Lily and Uncle Eddie kind of have that moment where she's like, you know, oh, guys aren't, you know, I need to be sexier or whatever. And they're flipping through some kind of risque magazine in a <laughs> hospital waiting room. And she's like, kind of asking him like, why is, why is she hot? And why is she hot? And I like his honesty. <laughs> and then yeah. she's like, and you know, and then he has, and then at the end of their little conversation or whatever, and he's like, you know, well, your friend is, you know, she's, she's easy. And she's like, are you calling her slutty? And he's like, no, she's just not complicated. She's like, do you think I'm complicated? He's like, yes. <laughs> he's like, I never know what's going on in your head, <laughs> which I thought was great because it's like, yeah, she's kind of that annoying teenager, but at the same time, it was very, like, she kind of needed to hear that something positive that would, you know, up her self-esteem again. And somehow it was uncle Eddie that was able to do that for her. Yeah. Of all the people in of the show, the right? Mm -hmm. While at the same time, kind of taking a dig at her of, yes, you're <laughs> complicated and crazy and annoying. But yeah, I like that. That's a good, that's a good pairing off those. That's a good relationship. I agree. I liked seeing those two. And I like, cause in one of the episodes, you know, they, Sean's getting really annoyed because Eddie's always around. And so they kind of have a, a, a small conflict, you know, for a sitcom and it comes to a head and they admit to each other that they're both a little jealous of each other's lives. You know, Sean's a little jealous of Eddie's freedom and Eddie's a little jealous of Sean's um, kind of stability. Stabi yeah. And I thought, and can that, I, yeah, well, I was going to, I was just going to say, can I also mention that for as hard as those two parents work, they're always at home. Mm -hmm. Like, I just thought that was kind of funny. Like they talk about all the overtime, but they're always at home. So. Well, cause yeah, she's, Claudia is like a, a hostess at some big fancy restaurant. So it sounds like, it seems to me that she works kind of like that three o'clock to midnight or something shift. Cause it seems like she gets home really late. So that way, yeah. she's, but she's able to be home during the day and in the morning for the kids. But yeah, Sean, he's just kind of always in his jumper. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out in the kitchen. Always at home during the day. I mean, unless these episodes are happening on a Saturday, Sunday all the time. Mm -hmm. I, I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, shouldn't your ass be at work? Yep. <laughs> they see him try to, we see him try to go to work a couple of times, but then he has to call in to take care of his family. And he's fine with that, getting yelled at by his boss. Well, I'm sure he's done it so often and it's pretty much second nature. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess another example of the parents kind of being there for the kids was um, when Sean wanted Henry to get involved in like an extracurricular so that they could do something together, spend some time together, but then kind of push, then pushes him into soccer when Henry wanted to do tap. And yeah you know, as misguided as that was and everything, he, all he wanted was to spend time with his youngest kid. And I just think that's the biggest takeaway because by the end of the episode, soccer doesn't pan out and he's there. He's the only parent tap dancing with his kid. <laughs> yeah. That whole episode is actually one of my more favorite in the first season too, just because you didn't expect the middle part of it to turn out the way that it actually did with, mm -hmm. with the whole being a sore winner, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but then we see at the end during like the, the credits um, where Henry gets some of that because Sean and, and Eddie are playing soccer and Sean's winning and he's being an ass about it. 
And I'd have to say, I also like the, the parallels between Sean and Lily, you know, Lily being the oldest and how they're and in one of the episodes, Claudia straight up calls them out. Like they are the same person. They're both stubborn, like ridiculously stubborn, kind of dramatic and everything. And, and I love how you just kind of continue to see that, especially with throughout the rest of the first episode. But Sean's always there. He's willing to give up his Les Paul so Lily can go on her ski trip. Yeah, I I don't know that I'm doing that. I'm sorry, (laughs) but I don't know that I'm doing that. Holy cow. Well, and I loved how that all kind of came around too, because Claudia has that moment with Lily where she's like, please just let us have this. Let us have something that reminds us of being young and, and stupid and everything. And so Lily, Lily concedes, but then Sean's suspicious and then he gets guilt ridden. And then they get into an argument argument about who's caving, <laughs> who's doing yeah. the better thing. <laughs> yeah, and now no, neither one wants to do the better thing. And- yep, and that's just that. I, I don't know. Like I just love this family. They work so well. They're they're a, definitely a fun dysfunctional family. And that's a and that's and I think a dysfunctional. Re- well, no, definitely not. But it you'll see that reoccurring thing throughout the series is that because. Um, Sean and and Claudia had to grow up so fast because of 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 Lily that they never really got though that really good senior year in high school or even the years after they were parents pretty much right out the gate mm-hmm. and so they didn't have that wild time so you'll see a lot of that where they try to rekindle those lost days that they could have had and mm-hmm. that that's a real reoccurring theme in all this yeah because. And I could see that, you know, just especially with the kids' ages too, kind of feeling like maybe now's our time to try and relive some of what we maybe missed out, you know, what we kind of missed out on because our kids are older, they're more independent. We can leave them home. We don't need to worry about a sitter and all that stuff, you know? So why not? Yeah. Why not act out and try and act like a stupid teenager again? Well, if you've got a house full of stupid teenagers, nobody's running it, so... somebody some well okay yeah when he i think there's something like the later season he goes why am i the responsible one here (laughs) how did this happen i think i kind of remember that yeah so i don't know for your listeners we were we talked a little bit about this that the first season though i i'm looking at the dvds right now i bought them years ago yeah i still use dvds folks (laughs) that's how old i am uh, there hey, no are commercials. Actually... Oh, no commercials with DVDs, so nothing wrong with oh, that. Damn right. There are 20 episodes for the season one I have, but it seems to be everywhere else is just the 15, so I thought that was kind of odd, but we were talking, it looks like some of these episodes were out of order and aired at different times, so. Yeah, because I read that, Um. oh God, I don't. I don't remember which episode it was, but it was a later one, maybe like somewhere between seven and 10 that was supposed to be the pilot, but it ended up, you know, but the pilot episode is where Sean catches Lily and Brad in the car and throws a chicken at him. Lily's uh, kind of jealous and a bit insecure because she has a hot mom and she does. Claudia's fucking hot after three kids. Holy shit looks great so that ended up being the so I was just I found that interesting and I didn't find any reason as to why the episodes were aired out of order you know where like Firefly it's like Fox was like no we want this one and then this one and then this one 
but I didn't see anything like that for, for Grounded for Life. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of looking this up right now. So each episode has what they're calling a product code, and they, it starts with 101, and they are just all messed up. Like the first episode was apparently supposed to be the fourth episode. Jesus. And then they go to the then they go to the seventh, then to the second episode, then to the eighth, then to the first. It's they got they got the lineup as far as this goes, just all over the place. So I don't know what they wound up doing as far as why they did the story that way. Well, and since because the show originally aired on Fox, maybe it was just Fox being bullies. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, yeah, it first aired in, in January of 2001 on Fox. And I think that was, what, a year after the debacle with Firefly. So hopefully that guy no longer has a job. Hopefully. Why is he got fucking everything all up? But yeah, I liked and it's like, so this show, so it came out in 2001. So there's, it's definitely like a lot of late 90s, early 2000s clothes, hair, Lily's hair. Even at the oh. time, I was like, why with all the little pigtails all over your head? I get being young and taking chances and doing fun, kooky things, but ugh. <laughs> but I liked that it, it seems like it doesn't, doesn't always feel like 2001 was that long ago. But then there was a, a scene where Claudia picks up the phone to make a phone call and it kicks Lily off the internet and you hear the dial-up tone. And I just oh. laughed. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I feel so fucking old. <laughs> Those were the days, right? Oh shit. Yeah. Really fucking up someone's like, yeah. Interneting. Just try to make a phone call. And I found that for the most part, season one has aged pretty well. Like we were talking a little bit before we started recording, but the uh, main examples that I have is, so there's nothing overtly, I nothing I found overtly offensive, but this is coming from straight female. So I'm speaking from a bit of privilege, but a couple of things that I had noticed was, I think it's right in the pilot episode where, or the first episode, and it's Henry, Jimmy, and their grandpa Walt. And someone says the word Indian versus, you know, Native American. And right away, Walt's like, you can't say Indian and kind of has this bit of a tone where he's like a little harumphy about it. And, and then I think Henry says something like, well, I'm not allowed, or Jimmy tells Henry, he's like, well, you're not allowed to say bite me either. <laughs> Henry looks at Jimmy and goes, bite me, Indian. And then they chase each other. And then in another episode, Walt says Indian versus Native American, but you know, it's a sitcom. So you don't really expect him to go deep into the reasons, the whys and what you should be saying. The only other kind of word choice um, was uh, the episode where they end up forcing Jimmy to go to like a Ramones show. So Jimmy and Henry have their faces painted like animals and Lily comes up and she's like, oh, I can't be seen with my brothers. I can't be seen with those guys. You know, it looks gay or whatever. Yeah. And right away, Sean tries to shut it down. He's like, no, no, you can't say that. But it, he's unable to really provide any reason or explanation as to why. And I was like, well, he tried. Yeah, but, but he, I feel like that's something that that should have been that he should have been able to 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 clear up right away. Like, well, and I think he I think he would have, but I think it was maybe Henry in his age where he didn't know how to address it in a <laughs> Henry age appropriate manner. 
but I, I can see that. That that was just kind of like a, a little bit of a vibe. Maybe he glanced at Henry quick and was like, uh, well, you just can't kind of stumbles and doesn't really provide a reason, you know, but then we do see for another brief moment, Jimmy being that really self-conscious about it. He's like, well, kind of like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to look gay. I want to wash my face now. And so in its small, tiny way, I felt the show kind of addressed how that term was hurtful and kind of what, it can do to a person you know we see that reaction a little bit in jimmy and then it's never addressed again and you know it's a sitcom so i don't actually expect uh, it to well they do go into that a little more i think it's in season two or three where okay one of i think it's season two because that's when sean's still working for the city and what he finds out one of his co-workers is is uh gay and so they actually do a whole episode on kind of that so they do revisit it later but okay but yeah, as just not as, within that episode, in that yeah. in that context, in that situation. But which and is and then um, I'm looking up here uh, also that so it went into syndication though in 2005 on ABC Family. So that kind of tells you how it's not really over the top. It's not real racy or anything like yeah. that. It's, yeah, it's it's a family show pretty much, which is kind of weird for me to be talking about because I don't <laughs> do that kind of stuff normally. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, there's, there can be, you know, the, some of the, it's not like overtly sexual or any way, but, you know, because, because Sean and Claudia were young parents, there's a lot of like alluding to, you know, sex and, and having fun and, you know, they're concerned with Lily and then the, oh, the episode where Claudia outs Lily as a virgin on accident and then Lily leaves her at the spa place. Yeah, that's when they take that day trip to New Jersey, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then Lily abandons Claudia at the hotel and took all the bags. So then Claudia's just in a hotel bathrobe and has to flash her way down the Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> Which is pretty horrible, but it's a sitcom. Yeah. Situational comedy. So I thought Sean handled that whole <laughs> thing pretty well, that his wife had to flash everyone going down the highway i mean granted you don't want your wife doing that but you got to admit it is it it does it does bring for a couple chuckles it does and then it kind of provided uh i thought a really funny line where you know they're all talking about it and lily's like well you know she exposed me and sean's like well it sounds like she ex you exposed her to everyone down the jersey turnpike yeah. <laughs> and i think the writing so there's some really good jokes and some really good writing i think in the show i think uncle oh, has some of the best has some of the best lines well he's just he's just the best character yeah and the way the actors just portrays him and delivers some of the lines it's i don't know it's pretty genius so do we want to kind of get into some of the episodes specifically or if you'd like to if there's anything well there is there is one thing and this isn't huge but it's episode and i'm going to put this in air quotes three it's the one where jimmy gets suspended because of he doesn't get his uh, a science project done because of that episode we were just talking about where they were at the street fair getting their face painted and the ramones are playing can i just sit there and say that sean and claudia should be brought up on criminal charges for child abuse for taking their kids to a ramones concert 
because I am not a Ramones guy. So oh, so you're like on Sister Helen's side where she st- when she starts ragging on the Ramones and how they're just a shitty three chord band or whatever. Pretty much. <laughs> I like that part too. Oh, but and can yeah. we also talk about uh, Sister Helen? Yes, because I love her character. She was not in this show enough. Yeah, I like. And and that's I think it shows again how the parents are there to and show up for for the kids maybe a little too much because how often they have to go down and talk to Sister Helen or plead with Sister Helen about this or that, but she's she's so sassy. I know, and, and she's so, I, and I love that actress. I gotta find her name because that's gonna bother me now because she's actually been a big time actress as well too, and it's not giving me what I want anyway but yeah it just she she was just hilarious I think she did her part very well mm-hmm. and it seems like she did everything that you would expect a nun of I think she actually runs the school yeah, she's the principal. the principal yeah of some sort it plays it just perfectly with the way that you know she does the whole skirt thing with mm-hmm. Lily and, you know, measuring everybody. And then, well, because she wasn't being fair to everybody, then they got to wear these ugly ass uniforms. So, mm-hmm. Oh God. And just real quick that in that episode, that whole like cringy moment of Sean and Eddie taking pictures oh. of the girl's skirts. Like, I mean, that didn't sit well in 2001. <laughs> it doesn't sit well now, but you see their misguidedness in it, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it, it was it was tactfully done don't get me wrong yes but it was but just the idea of it you are right it's just oh <laughs> oh my god it's like they're look like in 2020 they definitely would have gotten punched in the face they'd have gotten beat the fuck up yeah how, how they how they came out of that unscathed is beyond me with that scene yeah <laughs> it's the 2000s man who knows um miriam flynn is the actress that played sister helen and a whole played in a whole mess of other stuff thank you thank you that was gonna bother me all episode if you didn't say that (laughs) you are quite welcome but yeah sister helen i love that i love her sassiness i don't know i'm not catholic so are all nuns kind of that sassy and and as a uh, as a rule i don't think so i mean i know it's like any kind of it's a comedy and you know a a character by design and everything but i don't know (laughs) I like to think nuns are kind of that sassy. Well, speak, speaking of kind of cringeworthy, what about the episode of Miss Finity, You've Got a Lovely Daughter, where uh, Sister Helen actually pulls Lily's dance routine because it's too racy? Well, Sister Helen, first she, first she wants to pull the dance routine, but Sean and Claudia don't really fully know what the routine is yet. And so they think that sister because in in an earlier episode Sean's like oh sister Helen has it out for my kids and my family and this and that so he thinks that maybe sister Helen's just kind of zeroing in on Lily again he's like well I'll go down and I'll I'll talk to her he convinces her to let it go but then he starts seeing some of the dance numbers and that yeah risque and so then Sean flips and doesn't want Lily to do do the act uh, Claudia's like, oh, she's young and it's a fun act and it's not a big deal. So they end up, Sister Helen ends up keeping it because the programs have already been printed and she weasels her way into convincing Sean to buy like a 
$400 worth of chocolate bars for fundraising. It's almost like a full, they have like a what? Uh, a, uh, what is it? Station wagon. And it's just filled to the brim with chocolate. Yes. And we all know that that chocolate for school fundraisers is probably the worst chocolate on the planet. It is not good stuff. And it ain't cheap either. No, it's not cheap. So Lily's allowed to still do her dance number of Hey Big Spender. And once Claudia sees it and they hear the boys, the high school boys behind them all hooting and hollering and everything, that's when she's like, no, this is not okay. We need to shut it down. She wants Sean to like beat up the boys or something. <laughs> but the whole dance just made me kind of, ugh. Like, it, was, ugh. it was a little harder to watch now that I'm older. And because I think even when I, first caught it I was like oh that's you know still being on the younger age younger side it's like oh that's not so bad she's young blah 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 like the they weren't wearing anything too revealing no but the moves themselves were some just, of the moves uh, yeah <laughs> like I was just like am I gonna get arrested for watching this is is this legal yeah even even watching it now I'm just kind of like I, I don't I mean yeah they're they're not scantily clad still fairly well covered up but yeah some of the moves there's like the little hand twirly thing they do like right next to their boobs and i'm like y'all are in high school don't <laughs> please be careful oh. a catholic high school of a all things yeah. too and, by, and towards the end of the number even sister helen's like getting into the song and singing <laughs> along and everything so i'm like okay so she's just has an appreciation for the for the arts for theater now i don't know but yeah that one was the only way I was able to make it out of that scene without needing to go take a shower to, to clean off for feeling dirty mm -hmm. is I believe when, when she was in 2001, I believe she was 18 anyway. So that I was like, well, she's 18 in real life. So I guess I shouldn't <laughs> feel that bad, but still she's supposed to be playing. I think at that point, a freshman in high school. So, uh, I, it, it, it just gave me the willies a little bit. So. <laughs> I completely understand. I don't think, because Timmy rewatched most of the season with me because he loves this show too. He loves Uncle Eddie, loves Walt. Of course he does. But I don't think he was, he was around when I watched that one because I'm not sure how he would have felt. And I also, when I, when I see Sean and Lily, I, I often think about, that would probably have been Tim had we had a girl. Oh, she was a teenager, but I'm like, cause you know, Sean's, she, he's still kind of wrapped around Lily's little finger. You know, she's still daddy's little girl and everything. And he ended up letting her go on the ski trip and showing up for her, trying to be supportive in her dance stuff. And even when she, in the, at the end of season one, where they're at their wedding and Lily finds out that uh, she was born out of wedlock they have that shot and lily have that nice moment father daughter dance you know she takes off her shoes she stands on his feet so they can dance like that it's just a really nice kind of relationship and i think that yeah if we had a girl that totally would be timmy i i could definitely see that actually <laughs> definitely see that so what did, what did you think about the, it would have been the fifth episode, the Action Mountain High, where Lily and her friends are all, well, at least her friends are all drunk and at that amusement park and 
Sean goes to pick him up, and the only reason they called him is because he's the cool parent that wouldn't narc on him. Mm -hmm. Turns out that that didn't work out. I was just going to bring up that episode because, one, we just watched a few weeks ago Class Action Park, I think, on HBO, which is a documentary on Action Park in Jersey where it had like the loop-de-loop water slide so it's just like the park where kind of anything goes and it was all these teenagers in the 70s and 80s like drinking doing drugs and getting hurt at this water park so the fact that it was called action mountain and in one of and in this episode they have even sean and claudia do a flashback because they're like well do they still have like the go-kart in the beer garden and it shows them drinking and drinking beers on the go-kart tracks and everything which was also part of action park i guess between the water park and the go-karts there was like a beer stand <laughs> so you get done at the water parks you go hit up the beer stand and then go drive go-karts because why the fuck not it's the 70s it's the 80s whatever um, i think but that'd be a big hit today <laughs> <laughs> a big hit definitely a big hit yeah um, you, see, you see what i did there i see what you did there <laughs> i love a bun um back to your question of how I felt that they called Lily called Sean because he was the quote cool parent and wouldn't call everyone else's parent. It's like, that's what kids do. But as a parent to find that out in the moment, Oh God, hell yeah. I'd be pissed. And I'd be calling everyone's parents at that point. I mean, I'd still call everyone's parents, but definitely at that point be calling everyone's parents. Well, even then it wasn't that he even called the parents. He took them straight up to their front door and talk to the parents because this is like pre-cell phone so he can't just like call them up he had to just drop them off yeah back in the back in the day you actually had to talk to somebody face to face <laughs> oh my god it was the worst you guys because oh. <laughs> i'm sitting here in just shorts and a t-shirt sitting next to the heater so <laughs> and you got the camera pointed to the ceiling so i don't have to see any of that and thank you for that <laughs> oh you're welcome that's by design well, just in case there was video, I didn't want your subscription rate to go way down after the, who's that ugly ass? Appreciate <laughs> <Not> it. <laughs> doing you yeah. a favor here. No video, because I am not video ready. But, but yeah, also in that episode, I did like where when they show up and the security guard is the same security guard from when they were kids, from when yes. they got kicked out. And I can't remember the actor's name, but he was on, I recognized him now from Once Upon a Time. He played Grumpy. So I was like, oh, still kind of grumpy. But yeah, he had the hair plugs and that was just really freaky looking. But he accuses Sean of just being Lily's older brother. And he's like, you can't be a dad. And Sean goes on this rant like, he's like, oh, so you think I just drove all this way for fun and sat in traffic because it's just a fun thing to do because I'm not her dad? He's like, would a dad get screwed like this is one of the lines he says. And I just started laughing. So I was like, yeah, yes. a dad, a dad absolutely would get screwed in that same exact way. And, you know, if had that been me, I totally would have called my dad because there would have been a slightly less chance of dying at the hand of a parent. Yeah. Well, like you said, it, it, it got, Lily's got Sean kind of wrapped around her little finger. So. Yep. And I did like how the, the kids used shampoo bottles. <laughs> Why didn't you just, maybe they didn't have little shooter bottles or flasks or something, oh. but I'm like, and the one kid didn't empty out the shampoo and that was why he was throwing up in the garbage. Oh, 
And then Sean's advice to Lily at the end is, your friends are dumb. Your friends didn't even empty out the shampoo and got sick. At least hang out with smart people so then you don't get caught. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how I was in high school. I mean, I got away with a lot of stuff, but that's because I didn't hang out with a dumb crowd. And we kept it you know, low-key, so less chance to get caught, all that. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, and at the end of that episode, too... Um, Lily is talking about getting tickets to go see the Foo Fighters. So I was like, well, as bratty as you can be, Lily, at least you're a foofer and you want to go see the Foo Fighters. And obviously Claudia is supportive of that. And yay. <laughs> I don't know. That oh. made me really giddy. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, they said the Foo Fighters in 2001. Who'd have thunk it? I'll, I'll, I'll let Lily slide on that because she's a teenager. but the the parents should know better with the Ramones so that that's where my that's where my yeah but it's also like they're the band of their time I get that I I grew up yeah I mean I know I'm younger than than I'm pretty much the youngest out of you know the your group and ours but I still feel like I'm the oldest one so because you're kind of an old man you're kind of curmudgeon-y like an old man (laughs) you and Timmy I when they, when uh, a few years ago, when I was working, I'd be out in the dry in the driveway on a Friday afternoon about lunchtime, mm-hmm. and we live we live close to a, a high school here, and so I would be out in the driveway cleaning my guns, watching those kids, making sure they didn't step on my lawn. So, <laughs> <laughs> throwing yep, her dead cigarette butts. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, our Timmy's old man ways are rubbing off on Ross because this was a couple years ago or a while ago. Who knows? I don't understand time anymore, but watching some people walking around, taking a, going for a walk outside and Ross just looks out and he's like, stay off my lawn. <laughs> like, dude, you're eight. You're not supposed to be telling people stay off your lawn. You're eight or seven or however the fuck old he was. I don't remember. Oh, speaking of concert tickets, even uh, the devil's haircut, uh, Lily's trying to get no doubt concert tickets and he can only get four and she does this whole five minute tirade about who she's going to invite and who she can't invite two popular kids and mm-hmm. if she invites too many losers then nobody's going to think she's cool anyway. She color codes them of like popular and would talk to her or popular and wouldn't talk to her or moderately popular (laughs) and the fact that she was like she wasn't going to invite her best friend because she's like well she's already my friend what do I have to gain from her I'm like damn that's teenage girls that's ruthless yeah so then she needs like seven she needs like five more but Uncle Eddie was just kind of like no fuck you get away from me (laughs) Oh, how did we miss this? Hmm. So we we've talked about all the um, all the characters, but we never talked about Brett Harrison, who plays Brad O'Keefe. How did we not get that? Well, because he's not in this season a whole lot. He's in the in the first episode, the one that's labeled the first episode or whatever. And he comes up in the Bachelorette party episode where claudia is trying to throw a bachelorette party and everything goes to hell because the boys show up because sean dunn fucked something up oh yeah the baseball game oh i got something to say about that too but yeah brett harrison i love him i think he was definitely one of my favorite like side characters of this show and i think maybe he got bumped up to maybe series regular i'm not sure 
But then he went on to do the show Reaper, which I absolutely loved. And that was only like a couple of seasons. And then it got canceled or victim of the writer's strike, I think. Um, That's a good, that's just another fun show. But yeah, I love him. (laughs) I don't know what else he's been in or what he's been up to since. Hope he's doing well. I hope so too. I uh, yeah, but and you're right. He he's only just kind of a reoccurring character. Um, I always feel like I well, like I said, I have the, I've got five more episodes on my first season, so I feel like he's just constantly there. So tell me about. Do you have like the synopsis for those episodes real quick? Because I'm a, now I'm curious. You keep talking about it. Well, okay. So I'm looking up. They put they're accredited to season two. So we'll probably get to them. Oh, okay. That's right. You did say that. Anyway, anyway but um, I just had that list up. Yeah, because season so two is like 25 episodes, I think. Whereas this see, one was 15. Well, I had 15. Yeah. And I had, obviously, I t- but the ones, so it's basically anything. Yeah. So apparently they they recorded these, which, okay, so this is really weird. I'm I'm seeing that they recorded the entire first season lasted till May 23rd of 2001. And the episodes that are that I have on season 1 that are accredited to season 2 are still in so it's after they did the the season finale of season 1, they did it they started on September 26th on 2001 for season 2. And it seems like they kept, so I don't know why, I don't know why this is. It's just kind of weird. And the, they do the same thing in, in season two, where it's the episodes they recorded and the way they placed them on TV are just all out of whack. I don't like it when they do that. It's like, I even remember watching it in syndication. And so, and it must've been on like ABC family. It doesn't matter, but I'd always remember like one episode uh, Jimmy's hair would be short and the next episode his hair was long but I just thought that was the the station you know the stations don't always air episodes in the proper order whether they aired out of order or not you know that might be like a a theme day or so. I don't know they don't always air them in order so I always I never thought I ever saw them in order but now reading that they did <laughs> actually air them out of order and that's one of the big takeaway or clues to that is Jimmy's hair I was like oh well that makes more sense and it's even dumber now yeah and you notice I don't think it's so it I don't think it's so noticeable in season one but Mm -hmm. there is some continuity errors as far as the the look and the uh, the look of the house or Mm -hmm. even the characters It, it it definitely goes out of order and I don't know like for syndication for reasons so like let's say they'll have you know an hour long block for grounded for life Mm -hmm. and they'll play something probably from season one and then probably something from season three right and i don't know if that's just and then those ones like the first half hour starts at season one and it'll go through those episode progressions and then the second one that started at season three will go through those and then kind of loop that way i see i don't know i don't yeah i'm not in television yeah (laughs) that's the only thing I can think of I mean yeah possibly I just never I just always assumed I wasn't seeing them in order um like yeah I don't even remember seeing really anything past probably season three and I can't even say because I went through and I just kind of read 
the titles and the synopsis for all the other episodes and seasons. And it started getting fuzzy about halfway through season three. And I think that's when they got canceled and then picked up, canceled by Fox and picked up by WB. Yeah, it, it was the box I got for season three. It actually has a whole page in there that talks about that when they got canceled by Fox, they were still in mid, they, they still had all these season or episodes kind of done, not quite done. Mm-hmm. And they were still looking for somebody to do it. And that's when the WB wanted to pick it up. It was a really weird thing. Like there's this break for at least a few months, I want to say. And yeah, and then there's a whole lot of um, continuity error there too, because, you know, they've been off for so long in between shooting them too. So that people don't look the same. You'll notice Claudia's hair in the middle of season three just got really long. Hmm. I'm like even that much more excited to get to some of those later seasons because it's been a while. Oh, but what I wanted. Oh yeah. Devil's haircut. Yeah. So the devil's haircut, this, this kind of, this is just me being a sports nerd, but apparently they're, no, it's not that it wasn't the devil's haircut. My bad. It was the bad hair. Yeah. No. God dang it. I just, why do I keep doing this? Oh, catch us if you can. When you were talking about the, that Sean catches a fly ball at the the ball game and screws stuff up. That was the bachelor party or bachelorette party. Sorry. And so it's in the, it's in the bottom of the ninth and they're Yankees fans. And they talk about how Sean catches a fly ball that would, that the player, that the Yankee player would have caught to win the game. But the problem is that the Yankees are playing at home. They're the ones up to bat. So by catching that ball, they would have won the game, not lose the game. Because it went, then would have been considered a home run, and the Yankees would have won. If the Yankees are on the field, it would have been the top of the ninth, and the Yankees still could have won because they would have still had a chance to bat. You know, so I, didn't I, even, I didn't even catch – because I'm not a sports nerd. Now I really want to go back and watch that scene again. The home team always bats second in the inning. So if it's the bottom of the ninth, the Yankees would have been up and they would have hit it. And by him catching that ball and taking it out of play would have counted as a home run for the Yankees and they would have won that game instead of it being a home run for the other team, which would have batted in the top of the ninth. Ah, so they kind so of I fucked thought, with some stuff for dramatic effect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only other way that works is if it's interleague play and they were playing at where the Mets play in New York and they went to that game, then it makes sense. But they they, they talked were, about it being at Yankee Stadium, that they want to take his kids there. So Yeah, and then being able to basically run home because they couldn't get back to their car because somehow everyone knew his car and gathered yeah, around no his kidding. car. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if it's like the only one there, but then how big are those parking lots? I mean, you're not Mm -hmm. sitting there walking around trying to find one guy's car. Yeah. I mean, half the time when we go to a brewer game, I just, I can't, I get too drunk and I can't remember where our car was. So I'll just party (laughs) with somebody else for a while till somebody tells me where the hell they are. Well, everything thins out and Virginia's like, Josh, (laughs) there he is. (laughs) Your jersey's all like half unbuttoned and everything. You're all sweaty. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. (laughs) Oh, but you know what? I real side, quick side note, even as someone who's not like huge into sports, 
I do miss going to the Brewer games with you guys. Like the one Brewer game that Ernie and the Jizzers, Virginia, Jill, Aaron, and I would go to every year. I was always guaranteed one Brewer game every season. <laughs> and yeah, COVID fucked all of that up. So I'm to the point now in isolation or quarantine or whatever, where I fucking miss going to a baseball game. <laughs> I'm fine. Times are tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, anything else you wanted, you would pre- kind of briefly mention um, some of the religious aspects with the uh, well, Irish Catholic family. Yeah. Um, I, I won't go too in, into too much detail because there are, at least there's at least one episode, I think, in season four that really kind of brings it to light. But I just kind of always thought that the funny thing is that these guys, the family being Irish Catholic, Sean and Claudia, and it winds up, spoiler alert yet again, we've already talked about it twice, that Lily is born out of wedlock. I just kind of thought that was, I don't know if it was something that the writers or the creators of the show kind of did intentionally. Or is it kind of like a dig at the abstinence-only kind of thing in the in the way that the Irish Catholic tradition of abstinence-only is? I, I didn't know if it was just like a happy coincidence, or was that something they were really trying to put forth as like a, I don't know, political thing or just some sort of side note on something? I guess my interpretation of all of that is that one... Um, like, I think it's a little bit of a dig, but it also kind of shows that, yeah, uh, abstinence doesn't work and teenagers are going to fuck, you know, oh, and yeah. Irish, you know, Catholic, uh, Christian, Methodist, whatever, teenagers are going to have sex. I just, and I also think that the more you push abstinence, the more likely they are to have sex. Whereas if you're more open about practicing safe sex and, you know, waiting for, you know, the quote, right person has a more positive impact than just shoving abstinence. And I think maybe that could be part of the overall baseline of, of the show of you got two Irish Catholic teenagers fall in love. They're horny. They have sex. They get pregnant. The right thing to do, the quote, right thing to do is to get married. And I think it, I think it is a little poking fun at that or maybe not poking fun, but just a little like, see guys, this doesn't, abstinence doesn't work. And, you know, at least for these people getting married, you know, having kids and getting married at a young age worked out for them in the long run. Well, and and that's what I thought was at least they, at least the creators and writers handled it in a way with this show that I thought was, was really nice, but let's face it. A lot of that, a lot of times when that happens, you don't see the couple married this long this happy and all that like they could have really taken it to a dark area if they wanted to in in that overtone oh my god a dark gritty reboot of grounded for life but where things didn't work out with sean and claudia and uncle eddie's creepier and walt is more racist (laughs) oh my gosh sean's just a belligerent drunk and all that oh i would watch it (laughs) i don't know i don't know if i could Ooh, that'd be tough because I got great memories of the yeah. great. I'd have to check it out for a little, you know, if it, <laughs> I'd have to watch a little bit of it at least, but <laughs> well, you know. I don't know if any, I don't know if any of your listeners maybe know of a show like that, that could, co- that could comment or 
let us know because if there is, I would at least give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about dark and, and kind of creepy, but me too. If if it's if it's affinities, I'm just gonna be like, boy, I, know. I don't know. That family's too good. It and all their flaws and imperfections and their attempts and fails, they keep they always keep trying. And like I said, they always show up for each other. And I just I love that about them because yeah. I guess, you know, statistically speaking, and I don't know specifically the numbers, but for high school sweethearts to last that long, you know, 15 years at that point, 15, 16 years with three kids, a slightly overbearing father, father-in-law and a weird uncle, you know, they've, they made it and fuck, I forgot where I was going with this. I think my vodka's kicking in. There you go. Yep. But I love this family and I think I'm kind of with you in that I don't know if I could see a dark, sad version of the fairies. I mean, this is definitely, this is definitely something that if, if you got younger kids and you want to watch something with them, maybe have a few laughs, it's, it's definitely entertaining for the adults. I mean, I just rewatched season one again for this podcast. So, and it, it doesn't really ever get old. It's, it's, it's funny. The jokes still stand. And like I said before, it, it really feels like something that a family like that would actually deal with. And, and the best part about it is you don't have to watch from episode one and all the way through. You, every episode, like you said at the beginning, is its own episode. You don't really have to know much about everything. They kinda, you kind of pick up on their family life and all that stuff within the episode. So you're not really missing anything. You can watch one episode alone. Right. Yep. And I think that's, you know, how I started. Yeah. Catching it on syndication, likely just some random episode and like, oh, I kind of like these people. What's what's the show about? I, yeah, it's not a, it doesn't tell really like a a story or an arc in the sense that you need to watch. Yeah. In order, especially since they didn't air in order. Yeah. Well, okay. So season five would be the only one I would think that you would have to. And I don't know if you want me to spoil why. Not yet. Okay. Let's wait. Season five would pretty much be the only one and maybe parts of season three, but that's only just, I think, one or two episodes that you would have to see back to back in order for it to make a whole lot of sense. But other than that, I, I think I got through pretty much everything I wanted to at least discuss, unless there's something that you thought of or I didn't hit on that you'd like to quickly go over not not really I mean I think hit up all all my points all my little seed things the only thing I wish I would have did different about doing this podcast when I was re-watching it is I should have re-watched well I did re-watch the entire first season but I've got a lot of episodes have commentary on them and I should have re-watched those episodes with commentary to see if I couldn't pick up on some mm. stuff so I'm going to try to do that for next time. Cool. Hopefully I can get some more information out. Cause Yay, fun facts. I, yeah, well, I, I'm always about, you know, discussing the show and stuff like that. But I always like to do a little bit of research and try to find out, well, why did this happen? Or mm-hmm. what, what was the, you know, like the whole thing with season three with it being canceled and how it got rebooted. I'm going to try to do some more research on that. It's yeah. just stuff like that. It always makes the show a little more interesting to me, too. I completely agree. I 
am one of those I have to read everything on like I, I just stick to IMDB for the most part because if I start looking in too many sources I'll get overwhelmed but I like oh. reading like the trivia looking up the actors anything else you know how I know them or recognize them or even what the fuck their name is but I love doing all that stuff and and for this show because there wasn't a lot on IMDB I did kind of cruise Wikipedia quick and wiki fandom and wiki fandom didn't have like shit but yeah and I was kind of sad I was like I was like this is I don't think this show is appreciated as much and that's that hurts <laughs> yeah I mean it, it uh, now I wish I would have did a little more research on like like how it was received and you know like was were the ratings that good I mean it, clearly it had to be good enough for well I was gonna say five seasons but two and a half per WB and Fox so it clearly wasn't yeah all that great or well received anyways but it seems like the people that like it really got it and if you just haven't watched it then you just don't know about it so mm -hmm. and I suggest everyone go out and watch it right now it is available for free with ads on Amazon Prime uh Vudu which is a streaming service you can buy and rent shows and movies and if you happen to subscribe to Sling TV, uh, they're all available free on those streaming services. That's the only way I was able to watch them, which kind of sucked because I haven't had to sit through commercials in what feels like forever, but <laughs> I made it the 90 seconds. <laughs> I lived. I suddenly remembered what it's like to only have a time limit to use the bathroom. Brought me, well, brought me back to my childhood. <laughs> you know you can still hit pause. I know. And I, I, you know, and I'll do that if it's an emergency, but you know, life is about challenges. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us on our chat on uh, grounded for life season one. Uh, thanks for joining via zoom, Josh and Josh's ceiling. Cause that's all I'm seeing right now. I just want to say, I want to thank you for elevating me to the point of tolerable because <laughs> that's not a word. That's actually a compliment in my, in my world. So. Well, next time I see you, maybe I'll have like a little trophy or a sticker for you or something. I like cookies. Yeah. I like cookies too. I haven't All baked right. anything in forever, so I'm not promising shit. <laughs> Long wait for a train. Don't come, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, and Josh, I'm sure we'll be back soonish to do season two and continue our chat on uh, Grounded for Life. Till then, everyone, stay safe and keep streaming. Bye. Say bye. Bye. <laughs>